0: Baby, baby, one more time. Lace out, boys, are back. Peps and J-Dog, round 16.
1: We are finished. What a week of football, Jamie Wallace. I know, I know. The boys are back in town, the boys are back in town. Yeah, even if we almost cost it in the last. (laughs) (laughs) I'm well, I am well. How are you going
0: today? Uh, Well, it's actually nice to have a chat when... We've had such a an epic week of football in so many many ways, but uh, no, it's 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 we've got a lot tonight. We have got a lot to get through tonight, um, so we're just going to basically bang straight in. But first and foremost, thanks mm. for all the awesome feedback uh, people have given me with my interview with AFLW inaugural coach at Richmond, Tom Hunter. A lot of people have got back to me and really liked the chat. Bit of a shorter chat, but I think it was sometimes more the quality rather than the quantity. And yeah, it was yeah. just two blokes having a chat. Really, really enjoyed it. And so, if you haven't had a chance, I'll re put the link up again um, on the Facebook page. But just have a look, one post under this one. It'll be there. A uh, lace out chat with Tom Hunter. But yeah, it was, um, it was really good. Really good to catch up with him and just see, you know, where it started, how it got, how how he got into the position he did now. Um, yeah, it was it was it was just it was just like I said, two blokes having a chat, and really good to see a bloke who's you know thought his career was going one way and pretty much done a complete. Three sixty had to start again, and now he's ended up where he is, coaching an, an AFL team. Mm. Awesome stuff. Did you get a chance to um, have a listen?
1: I see, a nice short one for the for the car travellers or the or the people commuting on the train on the way into work. Yeah, so I reckon if you if you
0: were on the uh, if you are on the uh, line, it'd probably be in. I reckon maybe an Essendon station return trip, just enough yeah. time, sixteen minutes each way. Yeah, that uh, was really really good. So. Thank you, Mr. Hunter. Looking forward to the next one. We won't know what it is, but when we do, we'll let you know. Hey, we've got bucket loads to get through. Look, this is just some of the snapshots of the stuff that we're going to be going through. Um, a quick thing on uh, Chris Judd last night, talking about David Teague and him not wanting to give him the coaching gig just yet. Uh, I want to talk about the re-signings. There's been some massive re-signings over the day. Uh, Jamie will give us a bit of a heads up on that. Uh, one week, four massive results. One of these teams left their run too late. Gold Coast, what would you do? Um, a feel for the game at the moment is... Pretty average. If you speak to any average punter out there at the moment, I chat to quite a few at the local footy on the weekend, and there's more and more people going to the local game and the the AFL game. Uh, Caro is in the fry pan this week, and lots of little other little bits that we'll get into. But uh, Jamie J Dog Wallace, your team had a, a massive win on the weekend. Did you see it coming?
1: No. Well, no, no, no. no one did. I, no, I, I tipped. I tipped against my team because. Uh, as I said, I have no faith in this team. But um, fifty-seven points, six ten goal win showdown. Bring it on! I think it was just in my eyes. If I had to
0: look at it, I thought it was just it was the twilight zone. When I saw the <laughs> scores, well, I thought there was something wrong with my footy, with my footy app, that the scores were going on the wrong
1: side. Yeah, I was texting a mate just saying because he was at the game, and I'm like, I'm just waiting for our goalless quarter because I had to leave at halftime to go out for dinner. And then I'm like, I'm not checking the phone because it would just sour my night. I've been there before; I'm not doing it again. And then end of the game, I checked, and we were fifty points up, and then fifty-seven in the end. You know, was, the thing was, you were th- you were three points up at halftime. Yeah, and you've, won by, and you've won by ten. Oh, look, to be completely honest, I actually re-watched the game on Sunday morning. And after Port sort of got... Um, well, you know how they're talking about football, uh, moments in football, and I think you spoke about one with T-Mac last the week. previous week, with, yep. Yep. Josh Jenkins basically uh, missed an easy goal and then the ball went straight down the other end and Scott Lysett ran around two blokes, kicked a goal and put us 14 points up and then sort of that was it from there. Like... Port shut them out. I think we kicked um, nine of the last 10 goals or something like that. Like it was a shutout. Awesome. Yes, I was very, very, very excited.
0: Who got the, who got the medal? Was it Robbie Gray again? Robbie Gray. Now, there has been some talk. I'm not too sure if you've been listening to uh, all the stations over the last couple of days. But one of the words that was thrown out was that Robbie Gray is the greatest Port Adelaide player to pull on a jumper in the AFL era. Now, the other two names that came up were virtually Gavin Wanganeen and Mm -hmm. Warren Treadray. Two big names, two captains of the club. They've put Robbie Gray in there. Mm. In your wisdom, being a very loyal Port Adelaide man, how would you rank them?
1: Uh, I would go... Treadway, just Treadway, Ray first and Wanganine second and I put Robbie third and I'll tell you why. When Treadray played, he never went missing in games. There was never a game where you go, Treadray had a quiet one. A quiet one for Ray was about three goals. Um, he was always dependable with his hands um, on the half forward line and he was always making an option. Wanganine came uh, much like his Essendon career, just super dependable. You know, he wasn't the flashiest, he wasn't the greatest, he wasn't that, he played a role towards the back end of his career at Port Adelaide. Um, So that's why I've got him second. Third, Robbie Gray, because he can come in and out of games, but it's a very tight top three because Robbie Gray has the flexibility to sort of play that mid um, half forward or forward pocket role. So... I don't know. It's it, you throw a blanket over them. That's
0: how close they are to me. If I had to rank them, mm-hmm. I would. I reckon. Look, I'm a massive Wanganeen fan, so I'll yeah. probably put him first. You know what? We're splitting hairs, really, aren't we? It's completely three different positions. Three different positions. Key forward. Different different flo- eras. Flo- floating backman. Different eras. Different times. But for him to be put up in that that uh, plethora, a plethora yeah. of those two. That's yeah. that's a big that's a big statement on his behalf
1: well he belongs he belongs in there I think he does absolutely belong in that in that in that discussion. Could you imagine if he played
0: at a Melbourne club?
1: Oh he I don't know you Brownlow maybe yeah
0: well he has been up there in terms of you know polling votes every single year He's just obviously doesn't get picked out to win the big one hey, you yeah. know you know what the Brownlow's like unless you're a midfielder. You're not going to win it. No one, no one ever will win a Brownlow unless you're a midfielder, ever again. <laughs> the, the days, the days of Gorney Gour, having a, a big Gorney. I was reading some stats during the year. Like the biggest number of hitouts in a game so far this year was Melbourne had seventy-two hitouts in a game. It was
1: 72, wasn't it seventy-two? Was it seventy-two hitouts?
0: Now I'm tipping Gorney would have probably sixty of those, sixty-five plus. Yeah. Still won't get votes. It's, the games changed too much. I reckon the umpire. it should, it, in a way, it should be taken out of the hands of the umpire. That's a conversation for another day. Oh, we've already gone off track and we're two minutes into this conversation. Exactly right. We got, we're already seven and a half minutes in. All right. Yeah. Um. Last night, did you hear about Chris Judd talking about David Teague? I did. I'm confidential.
1: Talk to me. All right. So basically, he just said that with the decision coming in with the new Carlton coach, they are looking for a particular set of skills uh, and requirements for that position. And he said that well, the way I read it, Peps, is basically David Teague has got no chance of getting this job um, because they aren't prepared to put training wheels back on a coach like they did with Bolton. Is, is that how you understood it to be? I,
0: Yeah, but the, here's the thing. I don't know what they want. They don't want a young coach. They don't want an old coach. They don't want a middle-of-the-run coach, and I don't know if they want a recycled coach. It sounds like they've just got their mind on one person. One person only. And we'll get into that in a moment. And that's it. <laughs> Their last four coaches, I think we've been through this before. Their last four coaches were Bolton, untried, come from a uh-huh. successful club. Uh-huh. Moldhouse, probably the biggest known uh, record breaking coach
1: in VFL, AFL history. Premiership team the year before he coached. Not Premiership, but played in the, in the grand final. Uh, three flags. Yeah. Okay.
0: Before that, it was Dennis Pagan, mm-hmm. two premierships, mm-hmm. and then before that, it was Wayne Britton. Do you see where I'm coming from here? They've had basically the people that they wanted, so alone, unless they've got someone in mind, I don't. And what would you do if you were David Teague? Uh, what do you mean? What would I do? Would you stay? You know, if they yeah, say look you're stay. not gonna get the you're not gonna get the gig
1: would you stay or would you go somewhere else no I'd stay, I'd stay. much like we had a conversation last week about re-shore. you stay because there's a no you're not going to lose the situation
0: I find it staggering I find it staggering that he's getting the players to, to play for him but yeah, yeah it is only a short it does it, it is only a short time frame yeah just find it a bit staggering, but even with even with Reece Shaw, you know, the jungle drums are still beating. They're four and one since he's taken over. And have gone from cellar dwellers to a degree. Now, mm-hmm. which is one of the things that we're going to talk about, is potentially potentially, depending on what their draw's like, maybe sneaking into the eight. Yeah. And that's not just them. You got the doggies as well. Your yeah. mob as well, Port. Brisbane they just keep doing what they have to do. So there's four teams at the start of if you said Port Doggies Brisbane and North out of all of those who would make finals. Mhm. I don't reckon we would have had any of them. Maybe yep. actually I think I remember I think I picked your mob to finish 8th but outside of that I don't think there was any of those other four. Yeah. Other three, sorry. Other three that you would. Now well, you got one is potentially going to be top 4 and any of those ones could finish maybe 7 or 8.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: It's it's just staggering. It's just one week, four big results, things change.
1: Yeah, and to back on your Carlton point, since the turn of the century, so since the year two thousand and one or year two thousand we'll call it, they've had seven coaches. That's all how many? Seven. Ooh, geez, they're giving Melbourne a run for their money. So they had they started at the turn of the century with Wayne Britton, and they went to Dennis Pagan, and then they moved on to Brett Ratton, then Malthouse, then John Barker, which I think most people forget about John Barker. Yeah, he was in that interim, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. And then Brendan Bolden and now, now Teague. Jesus. That's, um, um, that's a lot of coaches. It is. And look, um, out of all of that, Wayne Britton and Brett Ratten have the highest winning percentage of the coaches. I can't believe they got rid of Ratten. When you look back now, he got them to finals.
0: And then yeah. they booted him for
1: Malthouse? Yeah, for Malthouse. And that didn't work out, did it? No, and they got John Barker in for 16 games. Yep. He went okay. He went all right. Brought and Bolton then, in. And then, Once again, yeah. what, what have they done different? Have they just
0: said, guys, just go out and play footy? That sounds like what they're doing. Just go out and play footy, both of them. Carlton and... Because it's the same group. It's not as if they brought new players in during that time frame. No. No. It's awesome, even even North, like their win on the weekend. I didn't yeah. see that. I didn't see that coming at, at all from um, no. the, the way the way it eventuated. They're just, yeah. they, are, yeah. they are, they are, they are, they're. That's what I'm thinking of North at the moment. They're getting me excited. <laughs> they might so, they might get four or five people turn up to a game
1: next week. So let's, let's let's address some of the rumors there. That Ken Hinkley rumor about Carlton is not going away at all. It's still going on it's still big baby, big the uh, big footy forums. It's still a big free forums and also now a bit of talk on Fox Footy and SEN as well. Um, look and they're just they just Facebook posts, so you read into that, you know, what you will and at your peril. Um but Ken Hinckley has squashed the rumor a couple of times, but I mean, um rumors start from somewhere. Where Usually there's smoke, where there's smoke, there's, where fire. there's smoke.
0: Where there is smoke, there's definitely fire. And for something so random to be constantly brought up, it's, it makes you sit back and go, well, there's, there's got to be something in it. It's very rare that they're completely wrong. Yeah. Completely off the mark.
1: I agree. I agree. Yep.
0: But then there's the question, who's going to take over from Hinkley?
1: Who knows? Who knows? Voss. Mm-hmm. Which you'd say definitely no to. I, I almost spewed my cup just then. You almost spewed your cup. <laughs> Not the stuff in the cup, the actual cup itself. I almost spewed into my cup. No, no, no go. no, no, no go, no go. But anyway, we've talked about port uh, heaps. We could talk this about
0: We could talk about port for ages. Do you please. want to talk about the next subject? Yes, let's do that. Um, all right, big one. Last couple of days, some news. Well, it wasn't been a big couple of days. It's been a big couple of years. Mm. What would you do with Gold Coast? They just oh. don't. <laughs> oh. Where Where, where oh. do you start? Where do oh. you start?
1: Oh, where do you start? I've got no where idea. You start? No, when I no wrote
0: worries. this question down and had a bit of a chat with it, I thought, oh, I'll have a bit of a look and have a look at their history and go through a few things. And, jeez, they've been...
1: All right, let's let's you... let's adjust some of the things there. Right, so, you go, you I've start, read... you start, and we'll, we'll, we'll roll through. What I read this morning, um, a comment once again on Facebook, uh, was around Guy McKenna, and I almost... I almost vomited in my cup again, Peps, this morning. When Guy McKenna goes, we need to get more senior they need to get more senior players in. I'm like, mate, Mr. McKenna, you did this to the club when they first came in. You got a whole bunch of senior players and it went tits up. Uh, what are you still talking about, mate? You've got no idea. It's, do, I um, think, do I think they need a priority pick? I don't think that's going to help them. No. Nah. They've
0: the, got I, talent. They've got talent. They just don't have yeah, same sort of thing. You listen to the radio. While I was getting in the car on the way home, and they just need the bigger bodies around them. They keep getting kids, and you can't just keep getting kids. But you yeah, can't look, get you old, old worn out players like they did when they first came in. Either they got their, They got their mix completely wrong. Completely. And you look at what GWS did, and GWS got it down pat. They got a lot of players who were maybe out of the game for a year. Or we're about to finish up and telling that we just need you for a year or two just to give these kids some protection.
1: Oh, you're talking about the senior players that boy? Senior players. Well, yeah. Yeah.
0: But they they targeted certain players. They had they had Brogan, yep. Luke Power, Chad yep. Corns. Yep. Yeah, there's three that off the top of my head that would make an impact. Oh, um Oh my goodness, I can't believe I've forgotten his name. McDonald from Melbourne was playing yeah. amateurs and came in, came back
1: yep. to get yeah, some. And then they recruited mummy and, and, you know, some senior big players. Exactly as well,
0: so. right. And they knew that people would go out the door, but they had to pay people. They had to pay people money. Oh, don't forget big easy. <laughs> oh, easy. easy that's right. So that's what they went and did. It, Gold yeah. Coast had a, another year before them. Do you remember how they were set up uh, in Gold Coast? I think they were set up uh, in one facility altogether. Everything was running well. They got probably the single biggest name in AFL at that stage, being Gary Ablett. Mm-hmm. How did they
1: get it so wrong? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Do you think a pick will save them? No, a priority pick if they get you, one. You give,
0: them, you give them ten picks. It's not about yep. getting picks in the door. It's making them stop walking out of the door.
1: Yep. So what, they, so what do they need then? They need a bit of a, a, a revamp of the footy department. Well, uh, I don't know
0: what the, apparently. I'm the,
1: not close enough to them. I don't know. I, I don't. I know. don't. But they've got they've got some good
0: people up there. The, Tony Cochran, I don't know, he's a bit of a fruit loop, I must admit.
1: Yeah, not he's too a much. weird.
0: No, but you just have a look at some of their you, know, you have a look at some of the players who have walked out that door at, at Gold Coast, and it would blow your mind. Let, let's just go through some of the names that are no longer playing there. Prestia. So let's just go gun or not. All right, just go gun or not. Let's just go that way. Okay? Gun. Gun All right. I'm going to go from their first draft. Let's go from the first draft. Their first draft was in 2011. Yeah, it was 2000, 2010 was their first draft, okay? So let's have a look. David Swallow? Gun. I would say he's a gun. Harley Bennell?
1: Mm,
0: probably not. S- not. All right. Sam Day, still there? Gun. Okay. Josh Cady. Gun. Ooh, 50 no, 50. I wouldn't say a gun. Handy, I'd say he's handy. Very handy. Dion Prestia, gun. Uh, Daniel Gorringe? I think he's there. No, no. Tom Lynch, gun. Uh, and then that was it for that particular year, right? We'll go to 2011. That's when GWS came in. This is when these tainted drafts started floating through. That that stuffed yeah. you out your your mind. Stuffed team. our teams up for quite a long time. Uh, they didn't have a pick until pick 20. 24, Henry Henry Shade, A. That's about it. So nothing much there. If you go the year after that, 2012. Uh, who'd they have? Jesse Lonigan. He's played 60 games, so he's done something. All right. Mm-hmm. Then they, uh, 2013. So see where I'm going here. The first one was, was pretty good. Kate Collar-Jasney played 80 games. He's now at the Ds. Then they also had Jack Leslie. He didn't do anything. Um, Sean yeah. Lemons. He's played 80 games.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But there's no real guns there. Let's just go 14 and 15. We'll make 14 and 15 the last. Uh, Peter Wright, two-meter two Peter. Yeah. He can only do what he can do. Pick number eight. Seems to be going okay. Jared Garlett. No. Nah. Nah. Uh Took Miller. Definitely. Mm, yeah. They picked him at 29. They got him at pick 29. Yeah. And he's played 93 games for them. So yep. there's something definitely right there. Yep. And we'll finish off at 2015. They've got Calamari. Nothing really nope. there. Nope. Then the year that they had. When was um? How many no, when, up? Was when was Dixon? Was, Dixon
1: was in there somewhere. Oh, ben
0: Ainsworth was in
1: there. Oh, Dixon, Dixon was, would have been. Dixon, Dixon, was Dixon was twenty. Was twenty thirteen? Scrimshaw. Yep. When was yep. um? What's his name? Picked up. Oh, Jager. First. Is that his first year. Twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. I've missed no, 2013. 20, 20, 20, 2012.
0: 2012, i miss 2012. But that just goes to show that no, no Jager wasn't there. Something's not right. Oh, hmm. because Jager, he was number one, wasn't
1: he? Yeah, number one. Oh, I can't believe all this has happened.
0: Oh, anyway, doesn't matter. But
1: it's had, hey, they hey, had this some podcast on the fly. This is, podcast this is podcasting on, the fly, on the, fly the
0: fly, especially when we don't. But he, he was a gun when they picked yeah. up Jager. Yeah. Now this is. They've just had that much talent go out the doors, but they've never been able to recoup it, yeah, at all.
1: Yep. Can I? I just had a quick look through uh, the Gold Coast Suns. Um, I suppose a, a team assist. Oh, sorry, team. Oh, it's called drop. Oh my god, the assistants. Come and speak. Yeah, the assisted. Sorry. Go. Okay. So who we got? Coaching, coaching team. Okay. Ian Solomon's been there for eight years at the Suns. Yep. Okay, eight years. So that's basically from the start. He's a senior assistant coach. I think it's probably time for him either to shove off. Yeah, he might need. What for, do you
0: think? Might need something. Well, he's the only one he's been there consistently, so he might need to. He may need to spin his wheels somewhere else. Ashley Prescott's
1: the forward coach. He's been there for six years. Who's that? Ashley Prescott. Oh, geez. Okay, so he played for Richmond. Yeah, we know who he is. But hasn't, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd, I'd move him on too. Yep. So he was a development coach at Freo before joining Go Coast six years ago. Yep. Um, then they've got a couple of newies. They've got a couple of newies there. Uh, you've got Tate uh, Kiesler, who's a development coach who came after serving 10 years at Adelaide Crows under Don Pike. Once um, well, yeah, he, he's he's probably fine. You'll give him a break because he hasn't been there long. But serving three is a Carlton. That's Tim, that's Tim Clark. Andrew Swallow is a skills coach. Yeah, uh, look, It's I, probably trying to move his you know like names on.
0: They need to move If you, But you know, also I'll have a look at it though. Mark Evans, former uh, chief from yeah. the AFL. He's yeah. now up there, which yeah. is a great appointment. You, you needed someone up there because that's what happened with Brisbane. I, they just, like they say on the radio, you only need to look... 50 metres you know 70 k's down the road and see what Brisbane have done four years ago they had people walking out the door left right and centre mm, you grabbed mm. a couple of them yep yeah we got a few and there you've got a few yep. I'm um I just they've got a good coach he knows what he's doing yeah they just they just don't have the and I don't think extra draft picks are going to help them they're just <laughs> no. not not going to help them and I and don't about, know whether there's an appetite to go there. That's the thing. What, unless you're getting paid ridiculous amount of money, why yeah. else would you go there?
1: Yeah, and there are also the rumours, Pep's, about the Gold Coast culture. You know, things are a bit soft. There's no real um, pressure and, and put on, and, and that directness of, you know, withholding the standards of what the club should be. What standards um, do they have? Because they I mean, haven't. I no
0: one I, set that. No one set the precedent. No. That's, no, why I exactly think, right. that's why I also think GWS, to a certain degree, haven't yeah. taken that next step because they've got no legacy to, to feed off or no legacy to beat.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I know that when Rodney Ede went up to the Suns, I know there was talk about him really hitting quiet a few of the young blokes between the eyes with what the standards should be of a a high-performing club. And yeah. I don't think Stuart Dew would be the kind of guy to mix his words as well. no.
0: But I think that the young guys can relate to him a lot better. Probably. Yeah, you're probably right at it. But I, think, about I, think he needs, I think there just needs to be some freshness up there.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: There's got to be some freshness about it. Now, I don't know who that's going to be. You know what? <laughs> the, the AFL are in the long haul with this mob.
1: They have to. They can't let it fail.
0: They can't let it fail. Gillen, Gillen won't let it fail. No, he won't. And that's okay. And that, I've got no problem with that. Just... You just want them. You just want them to have some success.
1: That's exactly. I,
0: right. I, I think every club you want them to have some success, except Essendon, but except Melbourne, except P- Port Adelaide, um, <laughs> and and Peter Vardy, he can get stuff too. Nathan Vardy, he can get stuff too. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan Vardy, Nathan Vardy can bugger off. But yeah, you just want. You, you would really like for them to get some success. I don't know, but it's like it's. You look at it and go. There's just not one area you can pick. They've got great facilities up there. A fantastic stadium. Yep, it'd be a nice place to live.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just think they're young. Yeah, they're just they're just a young club. Yeah, they've never made finals, so they don't know what that's like. Yeah, and I spoke to Jack Fix Patrick last year, and he said I played two finals, and it's just a it's like a drug. You just want more of it because the yep. whole if you haven't experienced that, you don't know what it's like. Yeah. So then, when yep. a club from the South comes down, and says. Can't play with us, we play in front of 50,000 every week. Mm. That doesn't get you excited, nothing else will. That's why you want to play footy.
1: Correct. So I give credit right. to
0: someone like Swallow who's been up there all that time.
1: Final question, Yes, on, on the Suns. Yes. Do they need a Luke Hodge type? I reckon they'd be perfect.
0: I reckon yep. they'd be perfect. They should have really have targeted. I reckon the perfect player that's gone past it now would have been for that mob
1: would have been Nick Rewalt. Oh, that's a good point. We Nick Rewalt like would have been... Yeah, a, that's a great one.
0: If, you, if, they, if they were able to do almost that Nick Rewalt, Lee Montagna type of, or, you know what I mean, type of duo to get up there,
1: yeah,
0: I think that would have been awesome for it. Even someone yep. like a Jimmy Bartell, someone yeah. who's, you know... Nicky N- Dell. Nicky Dell. Yeah, Bartel. maybe not Nicky Dell. You need someone who's going to stamp some authority and, and say, you know, I'm not going to take any shit. You know, another one who'd be good, I know I might laugh after this. Nathan Jones from Melbourne would be one I'd have a look at. Actually, Jordan Lewis, When th- they should have got in on Jordan Lewis before Melbourne did.
1: Yeah. I, I I still think, out of all of that, though, I think what you said, I think the, the two picked there would be Luke Hodge because he just screams consistency, don't, captaincy. Don't fudge with me, you mean? Yeah. yeah, and and Rewalt, yeah. I think those two are probably the two standouts. I think you hit the nail on the head with a Rewalt type pick. It would have been perfect for them because they would
0: have had a lot of young forwards around because that, at that stage they still would have had Lynch. Mm. All right. It would have given them something to kick too. Yeah. I think you still would have needed someone down the back end as well to organize that. And I think yeah. that's why Hodges worked because he's able to control that back six. You've got to be able to defend before you can score. Yeah. and having him down there so if you could find a backman you almost need someone like darren glass like to a degree to go down okay. go back as well yep uh to yep. be able to, to put a stop on it but you know what good luck to you mark Evans you've got the hardest job in football the single yep. hardest job in football
1: all um, right where do we want to go to oh, next where next? do you want to go to now all right so do I just do we just fly through a couple of the of the new of the new signings yeah go for it we we we'll, oh, we'll start fun. with was,
0: your mob because you had a massive announcement today. I heard it was today, but was it yesterday or this morning or when? This morning. This morning. Tell us yeah. about who it is and how long you got them for, because All I right. reckon this is almost going to set your club up for the next 10 years.
1: Yep, absolutely. So we have, Boyle has locked in Connor Rosie, Zach Butters and Xavier Dersma on a two-year extension. So now it's until the end of 2022. Um huge news because they were our three top picks in last year's draft and those two other than Zach Butters and Xavier Dersmer haven't no no they've all missed a game sorry this season um, but if you look at our team those three have come straight in haven't had immediate impact like a lot of kids these days are coming in but these three in particular um, are absolute jets for our club yep. Connor Rosie. I don't think we need to talk more, much more about Connor Rosie. Um, Zach Butters was handpicked by Robbie Gray and said, go and get this person. Did go he? and get him. Wow. When his name was read out, I was like, huh? who are you? Who? I think we all did. <laughs> um, considering it's such a high pick, and i got to tell you, what I've seen so far is pretty exciting. And Xavier Dersma is just a solid midfielder. He's going to be a real good midfielder. If you can nail a draft, mate, it can turn your season around. Yep. And Big I can tell you what. time. I love Zach Butters not only because he's a bit of a freak, he also doesn't mind getting the old lip peps. Oh, flog hasn't done He, he has loves it. giving the lip. He, he does. Was, he does. He was, I think it was, uh, I think these three boys were getting stuck into Tex Walker in the last on the showdown and they were
0: ripping hey, into him. They were getting stuck into Max Gore in round one.
1: <laughs> um, you know how that yeah. it turned out? All kids these days just are fearless. But anyway... Also yeah, because you can't punch them between two-
0: the eyes and shut them up that way.
1: <laughs> we also signed up um, a defender, Joel Garner from the West Coast. Oh,
0: well, you're <laughs> not, not talking from, about from, the six foot
1: six West Indian fastball, love, son. <laughs> so many the long run. So he's a 20-year-old defender. We signed him up until 2021. And Jake Patmore also until 2020. Sorry, sorry 2020. So five. Five... This day, today. awesome news. Well,
0: Collingwood had a couple too. They've picked up Tom Phillips for another two-year deal, mm-hmm. keeping him contracted to the end of twenty twenty-one. Braden Maynard yep. sign up for the neck. Who was also signed up for next season has also added another two as well. Yep. So that's good from a Collingwood perspective. What else have
1: you got? Who else have you got in there? Do the D's have anyone? Nah, no one today. Oh, we're getting rid of some of them. Oh, you're you your kids to crap.
0: No, 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 no. I'll rephrase it. The kids aren't crap. I think that there will be a few that they're getting rid of at the end of the year. Uh, actually, I do have another one as well too. Richmond signed up a, a couple as well. Brandon yeah. Ellis has been signed for a another couple, it looks like.
1: Yeah, okay. And
0: they've also picked up... Um, sorry, not Brandon Ellis, I take that back. It was David Asprey and Camden McIntosh have penned contract extensions, taking the pair through to 2021. Wow. So it's good for them. Camden McIntosh. Didn't he, or wasn't he a guy that I think picked up three Brownlow votes in his first game? Would have been. It was very... So Brandon Ellis is the only one that they're sort of looking at the moment, but he's being monitored by Carlton, North and Essendon. Because you know what? They, they couldn't pick any other names because North's going for everybody. Carlton has nothing and Essendon go after everybody. The only name missing there was Richmond. Yeah. Richmond going after their own players and Essendon and Hawthorne. Yeah. Exactly yep. right. Because no other teams exist in this city. Um, so, we talk,
1: so, we, yeah, we, so spoke, we spoke about who Brisbane have signed up. We see, yeah. You some? No. Who they got? Brisbane? Who Brisbane get? Well, not really got, but they've, they've, they've got a couple re signed Jared Berry, Thomas Berry, Tom Fullerton, Reese Matheson, oh. Connor. Archie Smith, Alex Witherin, Dan Zorko, 2021. Is he going to that you just want to punch? Reese <laughs> <Reece>
0: Matheson. <laughs> I still find it funny when he's having a shot for goal and Ed Kernow doing the shot. I oh know, Kate Simpson's doing the shotgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> On classic. The full.
1: classic. And, and they've probably got a few more coming uh, in the next few weeks because there's got quite a list of people who are coming off contract in 2019. Some of their. There's a lot some of their big players. So some massive names coming
0: out of contract at the end of this year. Massive names, not massive. Sorry. They are massive from a name perspective, whether they are got ability wise or decisions wise, do we keep them or not? And there's yeah. a couple being thrown around at lots of different clubs. My club, I've got Nathan Jones. Yep. Jordan Lewis. You'd think that both of them won't go around next year.
1: hmm
0: So there's some, I don't know, Port Adelaide have got any of those
1: floating around. Uh, not, uh maybe someone like Justin Westhoff, who won the, who won our, got, uh, won our medal last year. And now is being touted as being off. Mm, who? Westhoff? Westhoff. Yeah. Uh,
0: Alex, you know, if we look at Adelaide, Alex Keith, big name. Don't know where he's going to get ended up. Like our mob are into him pretty, pretty heavily. Hugh Greenwood, uh, Alice Yolman from there.
1: Sorry. I'm just looking at your list of off contract 2019. Yeah. Jesus. There's actually a big list. Ours. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a few, but I can... A lot that aren't actually...
0: They wouldn't be in the top... They wouldn't be in the top 15. If there was anyone out of that list, in terms of from Melbourne's list, I would probably... Sam Frost, I'd keep. Oscar Backer. I'd keep. Kyle Dunkley, he's only started. Cade Collegesny, they'll sign him up again. Joel Smith, but I reckon he goes all right, but he's going to want to go somewhere else, I reckon.
1: Yeah.
0: Garlott, maybe giving him an extra year. Yes. Lockhart, definitely... Kelty, ye- yes, I reckon they will. No, no, they won't give him because Petty's playing well. That's it. Alex Neil yeah. Bullen. Oh, no, Alex Neil Bullen. Sorry, they've signed him up for two more years.
1: Oh, did they actually? Yeah, so nice. so that shouldn't
0: be on the list there. But even if you go through some of the other teams as well, there's some massive names. Like Brisbane, Brisbane Daniel McStay, Lewis Taylor, yeah. Hodgie's oh, Hodges out of contract. Yeah, That's huge. Uh, Robinson, uh, Steph Martin, Collingwood. What about Collingwood's list? Uh, Phillips... Oh, sorry, Carlton's list. Uh, Marchbank, Dale Thomas. I wonder if he'll go... He's had a great year, shouldn't give, get rid of him. Jack Silvani's probably played the best two games of his career over the last two weeks. Kate yep. Simpson. Yeah, someone was bagging him out the other week that he lost Carlton the game. No, Kate I, Simpson? I, yeah. He's the last person you should be bagging out in that mob. <laughs> um, Cruiser... Nick Newman, Gibbons, obviously the guy coming from uh, Williamstown last year. Colin, we've got a stack as well. too. Wells is out. Jamie Elliott, Greenwood, Lyndon Dunn, Taylor Adams, Essendon, you know, Anthony McDonald, and Woody. Anthony McDonald, and Woody. Uh, Darcy (laughs) Parrish, a.k.a. Kira Knightley. Um, He's cut his hair now. He's cut his hair. Yeah, I don't care. Michael Hartley is still there as well. Frio. (laughs) We could spend all day on it, but get a chance to is There's quite quite a few players out of contract. And big-name players as well. But there's a lot of cannon fodder they'll be able to shoot off by the end of it all as well, right.
1: too. Let's, let's fly through these next couple of okay. things. As um, of last week, have yep. the Port had a win in their record? Doggies had another great win. Yep. North and Brisbane have had another couple of great wins. Yep. Have they left their run too late, yes or no? Uh,
0: all three, yes, except for Brisbane. I agree. I I agree. I think, though, the only thing that is in your favour being Port Adelaide is you've got that extra win, and I think also percentage as well too. So you're on the same as Essendon, but you've got a better percentage of them, which is virtually a game. Yep, yep. Uh, But Western Bulldogs play Melbourne this week. They've got free north play Melbourne in a couple of weeks' time, so there's potentially two wins going up there. Yep. And... If you have a look at the games this week, this week's sets of games, and we'll go through it just before we wrap up, is the match centre for this week because a lot of the top four teams, top Mm. eight teams, play each other this week. They
1: do, yeah.
0: It's going to be – the the final eight could be really thrown into chaos or it's really going to cement itself after this week. So, As they would say, it's a tipster's nightmare.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not looking forward to it at all. Um, Can you smell that?
1: Okay, uh, cause I guess my gas at the moment. What are you what are you what are you thinking? Oh, yes. Ooh, I've got someone in the fry pan. I've already, already preheated the fry
0: pan and got this one going. This is my mate Caro. Now, Caro, you're a bit of a flog at times, but last night you said one of the stupidest things I have ever heard. The synopsis was this. Melbourne won a game by five points. Mind you, they were 30 points up at three-quarter time. You had the nerve to say that was Melbourne too over the top in the way they celebrated a win. Are we really that bad, Caro, when it comes to clickbait these days? A win is a win. And when you've had a season from hell, which we have with injury... We're gonna celebrate anything and any teams deserve we were three men down let them have some glory did we expect us to be top four? Certainly but don't rain on our parade for goodness gracious please woman we're only just trying to celebrate the massive win over the favorites known as Carlton <laughs> okay so let us just let us just have our cake let us eat it let us digest it and then let's see what happens this week against some doggies but don't just. You know, are you going to say the same thing about Geelong? Well, Geelong, you know what? You have won 14 games this year. Shouldn't celebrate because you should be used to that by now. It's just out of control. Your thoughts, mate?
1: Uh, I'm a bit flat, actually. a bit flat after the game. Because I really, really, really wanted Carlton to win. I was flat. I was flat. I was... I'm sorry, Pepps, but I was completely flat. Because I when I saw you guys 30 points up, I'm like, oh God, they did beat him. I just, I was, I was hoping for a miracle. And then I turned the TV uh, off and then I'm like, just check my app, just check my app as I was pottering around the house on Sunday. <laughs> and I'm like,
0: What this guy's back on. You know, listeners, when you, 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 you've got a refresh on your phone and every time you refresh, another goal gets kicked. <laughs> that's what it was like at one stage in that last quarter where the first a refresh goal 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 and then you're almost too scared to press it because you think you're the one who's jinxing it for another goal to come up when they kicked that second last one with five when they kicked their fifth one with five yeah. minutes to go I said yeah. hun I'm not cleaning the garage anymore I'm going to go watch the footy and she started oh, I would too and then well, I it You saw you what, I happened, what happened, happened in the last couple I loved of minutes. How you
1: and I were chatting, we're <laughs> missing each other, and I'm and I'm like, oh, Pep's is coming down. It's only it's only you know seven points or whatever. No, no, I said, oh, no, it's eleven points. We're still it's eleven in front. Yeah, so it's, it's eleven points up. And then I'm like, no, and then no, I, right. I send a couple of question marks, and I'm like. Uh, they kick the goal and you're like, What the <laughs>
0: fuck? What the fuck? Look, check my phone. Oh, shit the I'm, I'm about to watch it. <laughs> and then that last two minutes was just crazy. You see yep. uh Hunt kicked that goal through. Oh then the ball go down the other end, and there's a – there's a Hannon has a shot from inside the square and dead set. If that was a golf shot, that'd be that'd be the US PGA golf shot of the year. Yeah. The way that yeah. pulled up. <laughs> and oh, then they've gone down the other and slid amazing. into the Um, oh, It was the most, ex- it was like, like I said, it's like Bathurst AFL at the moment. You watch the start, you bugger off for a couple of hours and you come back with five minutes to go. That's all you need to watch these days. You don't yep. need to watch anything else. And that sort of fed into what we were talking about when I went to the footy on the weekend down at uh, East Keel. I went to watch a game. A lot of the boys down there having a bit of a chat and we're talking about the couple of the games, the Thursday night and the Friday night games. No one's liking footy at the moment. No, no one likes it. And the question I'm actually going to put a poll up on the on the Facebook page this week, so I really want you to to, to respond to this one. But what do you prefer, AFL footy or local footy? Hmm. Because the crowds at local footy are getting bigger. The game is much more flying. People stay in positions. Yeah, the there's game, actual the there's is actual better. scoring. Yeah.
1: It's Beer is thing. And you can off.
0: yell, and there's no behavioural awareness officers there for you either. Oh, it's, yep. Yeah.
1: It's, it depends. For me, because I don't have a footy tribe down here in Melbourne, I will always choose AFL over, over local stuff, but I do like going to local football when I can.
0: Well, we're going to get you down to one game by the end of the year. Lock it in, tell Aleria. you're coming home on Sunday. Are we having a lock in In the clubs, are we? We're going, oh, we're going, we're locking into the, yeah, we'll be, we'll have a few at EK. Don't worry, we'll get the Jimmy Cans out. It'll be awesome. Big day, <laughs> but I'm telling you now, local footy is just knocking AFL out of the park. Going down and support your local footy team, you'll have an absolute ball. You don't get ripped off at the bar, you don't get ripped off at the canteen. You can swear your lungs nothing out. To go you can have a kick at quarter time. It's awesome. The hits are bigger, the swearing's louder, the ferals are worse. It's a great time to be. The grass smells better. Oh, it smells better. You actually get hay fever from it. It's fantastic. You know when you get those itchy marks. All right. Um, let's move on, my friend. How is the footy tipping going? I'm tipping you're gonna ask that. I knew... I knew you know you're gonna ask
1: that. Yeah. And you haven't uh, got that one ready yet. You had one job to do. I know, I Oh, no, you're right, I don't. But you know what, I got five this week and I was thinking, I'm dead. I'm dead in the water. Justin's got me or you've got me.
0: And guess what? We all got the same. Oh, did we? I think we all got the same. So terrible, you're still on top. Yeah, earned. everybody got five. So no one moved. So we all stayed. So you're still on top. Just in second. Moi is third. And Morton meets the eye. Congratulations to the love machine. A baby girl on the way. Oh. So we're all there. It's all coming down, Pips. It's all oh, coming done. down to the wrong lie. one. No, wrong one. No, wrong one. Well done, love machine. Round of applause for you. Yeah, so he's got another one on the way. So congratulations to him. Hopefully um, he hasn't used up all his petrol tickets when it comes to the tipping comp though, unfortunately. Rightio, fewer questions. Any questions from our loyal listeners that have
1: hit the airwaves this week? No questions about footy, no. But there were questions, were there? Well, there's always questions, and I've got a couple of questions myself. Go for it, nice and fast. Uh, nice and fast. Okay. No, you I'm going to save them. I'm going to save them. We've got to, until we have a cache, a cache for next week. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's um.
0: Let's, let's catch, have. Let's the show fast. All right. Let's have a quick look at this week's games before we wrap up this bad boy. All righty. First and foremost, Friday night Wiggles versus Pies in Perth.
1: I'm going go to go the Eagles because, jeez, turned it on, on the weekend. Oh, Nick back in a paddy whack, I tell you. And Colin looking big. shaky. Oh, they're, dear, they're
0: no good at the moment. They're no good at the moment. What about, all right, Swans and Carlton
1: in Sydney? Uh, Buddy's back. I'm going go to go the Swans, and they've been playing bad football, so I'm going to go Swans comfortable. Hawks, Dockers,
0: uh, at the
1: University of, of Tasmania. Who are you going for the, in the
0: Sydney Swans' Carlton? Uh I'm going Swans, just because yeah. it's at home. Yep. Uh, Hawks versus that. Oh, so
1: Jesus.
0: Hawks. I'm just... I'm the only reason why, two reasons, Tasmania and Frostbite. Uh, Essendon and North. Ooh, this is going to be a... Whoever wins this is going to be the one who will sneak into the eight. It has to be. Same form line of the last five weeks. And it's at Marvell Stadium. Where the tip,
1: super games uh, are played. Eston have ruined me the last three weeks, so the last two weeks I mean. Yep. Um I'm gonna have to tip them. I'm not North. North yeah, have got I'm this north. in
0: the bag. They are they've got good kids. And no, I wouldn't I have said that twelve weeks ago because I didn't get to see them. Yes. Fair enough. Which is fine. Sons and sons and Adelaide. 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 Now, by the way, for all the flogs out there that are saying for Eddie Betts to get dropped. They, they need to pull their heads in because ever since he's been up at the Crows, he's been the only reason a lot of people have been able to get through the doors. Yeah, he's had a couple of slim weeks. Mind you, he's only three goals less than what he's kicked last year. Oh, yeah. And every other season that before that, he's kicked over 50. So you guys can get stuffed. He's having a bit of a bad patch. You know what? He's held your club up and made the cash registers tick over for so many years while the rest of you flogs. Maybe you can have a look at your captain who needs a good hard look at himself. Good old Tex. Because apparently... Uh, he doesn't like anyone, and if you're on his bad side, you get kicked out. Um, Gibbsy, perfect 50, example. $50, 50 from a po- forward pocket, I would. any club would take that. I'd take him. I'd take him next year. All right? <laughs> I'll, I'll, give him, I'll give you a Chiquito, a Polly Waffle, and two fourth-round draft picks.
1: Cannot get Polly Waffles anymore.
0: They're coming back. They are coming Why? back. Yes, they are. You know who's also going to come back? Who's that? Is Gold Coast against Adelaide at Metricon Stadium. 7.25. The humidity will mean that Adelaide will not win this game.
1: I'm going to go Adelaide purely based because they are eighth and Gold Coast are dead last. Anything
0: can happen in football these days. Radio, Geelong and the Saints at GMHBA Stadium. 7.25.
1: going to get messy. Uh,
0: that could be Richo's last game. Yep. Talking about Rich Richmond at the G versus the Giants. I think cracker. Josh Kelly's out for three weeks. What a what a cracker of a game. It'll be a cracker of a game, and I think the Tigers are gonna take this one out.
1: I who's back for it. I need to check the teams on Thursday, Friday. I don't know who's in.
0: Uh, they, well, obviously we haven't got those back yet. But no, no, I'm
1: going to go Giants. But if Richmond have some big ins, I will change my chip. Okay. Well, from
0: a GWS perspective, Lucky Whitfield and Mummy should be back. Hmm. Okay. Cornelio will probably play Josh Kelly. No. Okay. I'm going to say maybe he'll. So, oh, so reserve my judgment. But I would still say fairly confident that Richmond will win that. They're just getting the players back at the right time. Uh, Doggies and the D's at
1: Marvell. I think the doggies are on a level. you guys, the, actually. Yeah, I think
0: the doggies are just on a roll at the moment. We're just Tom, Tom McDonald's out for the rest of the year with his knee. Mm. We're, we're going to struggle to kick a score. We'll have a great backline because Lever and Jetta will be back. So we're going to have Lever, Jetta, Hibbard, <laughs> May. So they may not kick a goal. We might not kick a goal. We don't yeah. know what's going to happen, all right? Uh, and last but not least, which I think could be the game of the round, Power versus Lions. If you win this, this basically puts you a game clear.
1: Yeah, Um, I'm going to go loss. You reckon you're going to lose that one? Yep, because I'm going to go on my form line. Win, loss, win, loss,
0: win, loss. Let's do it. And Brisbane Lions, I think Port at home. I think you'll take that one out. So it's going to be an interesting week of football, but you know every weekend's an interesting week of football. We do love the game, even though we get frustrated by it, we pick the guts out of it. We still tune it on every Friday night to see Uh, who's playing. Can't help ourselves. Can't help yourselves. Bad habits. Um, Mate, that's it. Another great week. Another wow. awesome week. Thank you very much once again. Uh, just remember the Facebook page. We're on Twitter. Remember, tell us what you want. We'll we'll see where we can do it. Um, more importantly, um, have a chance, have a listen to the Tom Hunter interview. You'll love it. Jamie Wallace, any final thoughts from you before we uh, pack this one up?
1: Uh, no, no, no. I'm No, not at all. There's actually been no thoughts.
0: <laughs> Pretty
1: much could say that for the past
0: 48 minutes, I reckon. Um, from both of us. Hey, look, um, have a great week, listeners. More importantly, J-Dog, how do you love your football? I like a lace-out. He loves it, lace-out. I love a lace-out. I love my ladies. Lips out. Have a great <laughs> week, everybody. Go D's. You know they can hear you tap, and I haven't stopped recording yet. <laughs>